Hiya and welcome to another episode of The Jewel Case with me, John Darcy. It's been a while, but I have been saying that for the last, I don't know, 10 episodes of The Jewel Case because it's always a while now. It's a bit of an on, off again podcast. It used to be weekly uh, back when I was based at Lisburn's 98 FM, FM 105 and Bangor FM. Shout out to those guys. They're still doing great work. Uh, But now... I am a bit all over the place, um, but I've actually had a fill-in recently, not a filling in my teeth, a fill-in. <laughs> Leonie McDonough um, from Pony Dance uh, has been doing a little dual case takeover, so keep your ears peeled to the dual case feed for those when they come. Um, but today, I'm back, and I'm having a sit-down chat, a catch-up, it's an end-of-the-year catch-up with one of my best friends, Ryan McGrordy. Ryan, how are you doing? I'm doing brilliant, John. Friend of the podcast, long-time listener. <laughs> oh, I didn't even introduce you as friend of the podcast. I, I introduced you as my friend, which sounds l- less profesh. I think both are good. <laughs> um, but yes, it's been a very long time since I've been in the, this hot seat here. Yeah, when was the last time you were on the jail case? Because you're actually, as when I say friend of the podcast, you're one of the most featured interview subjects yeah. on the jail case. Well, I've only been in two other episodes, have I? No, actually, I think you've been at like four. Really? Let's count them out, because your first appearance was around the time of your birthday. Was uh, that when we talked about music, just We talked abstractly? about the, the year 1991. Oh, yeah. The year in music, that was 1991, God. the year you were born. What are we like? What were the hits from then? Oh, uh, Scream Adelica was then. I guess Nevermind uh, would have made a big never mind. appearance. Probably and lots of terrible music too, I think. Yes, obviously. Yeah. The... The next episode you were on, I think we got your band Beauty Sleep. Yeah, on. that's probably what we did. Um, and that was the three of us. That was the first. That was your first. The timing of your first single, when you released the dark. Ah, okay. Which, which is which went on to become the Beauty Sleep theme song. Most famously, yes. Um, <laughs> so that's amazing. So this is actually that song's playing in the background, or was earlier. Uh, I've probably faded it out by now. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably yeah. It's only two and a half minutes, isn't it? So yeah. Well, I see. I loop the I loop the intro oh. instrumental top production trick for all you podcast makers out there looping nice. the instrumental part for your theme music. Um, but don't be using Beauty Sleeps the Dark without their permission. John very politely asked, and I said okay. So that's your that was your second appearance on the Jail Case. I'm pretty sure you were on another one in the meantime. But your most recent appearance was actually a double parter, a two parter, because this time last year in the lead up to Xmas. 2016, you were on the Ultimate Christmas Song Showdown. A two-parter? A two-parter where we did a knockout bracket to decide the best Christmas song ever. It was contentious. We had a panel of experts. <laughs> Ran McGrody, yourself, <laughs> myself, um, massive music snobs. Also included in the panel was Shani Murphy, uh, your partner in crime mm-hmm. in Beauty Sleep. Yeah. And Megan Kathleen Dalot, yes. who's also a friend of the podcast. And B. McSee, Brandy who is another friend of the podcast. That was very, almost like very a... Very incestuous mix. It was like a supergroup podcast, you know. <laughs> um, but I think we uh, left with sort of a bad taste in our mouth at the end of the actual outcome to this bracket. Well, we did because... You did make a bracket that was, was very professional. I, it was great. If you want to go back to that, listeners... You don't um, get the visual element here. But. <laughs> if you go back to episode 41 and 42 of The Jewel Case, uh, the archive is on thejewelcase.johndarcy.com. Um, go there because I lovingly prepared like a visual knockout bracket and then we went through and say paired off different songs like Last Christmas versus Winter Wonderland. I don't think that was an actual pairing. What would win in that one, Ryan? Last Christmas versus Winter Wonderland? Last Christmas would obviously win. Oh, I don't know. That's I so can't. hard. See, since then, I've been unable to talk or talk about or listen to Christmas music. It kind of burnt me out a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it's tough. I, although I think I kind of well, I guess it is only the start of December, but I haven't really heard anything yet. I guess it's going to start creeping in. Um, I've been walking through the shopping centres and had a quick rut, like raced through the Christmas market, and it was it was all splurging in. Maybe um, I'm just getting older and grumpier because I mean, usually I like I enjoyed going through the history of like the pop Christmas or the Cooner Christmas or the classic Christmas or whatever last year, but the idea of that now would be terrible. Because well, we did it already. I guess that's, yeah. Let's not spoil Forward. it uh, and tell people what won, what, because what, if people haven't heard this, they'll probably want to listen to the actual episode yeah, and yeah. go back. I, th- I think what I'd recommend is going to listen to that. Or if you're really hardcore and don't want um, 
a uh, a knockout bracket sort of uh, contentious Christmas and just want a nice chilled um, sort of off the beaten track Christmas playlist, go to the a very, very first episode of The Jail Case where I go through sort of my favourite Christmas songs. Mm. Uh, that's a nice primer before the knockout bracket. So episode one, way back when, which was like Christmas 2015. Yes, and well, this is the Christmas episode, right? This, well, this is officially the Christmas episode without talking that much about Christmas. This this little section here, I think, is as, as Christmas as we're going to get. Well, we're I, not going to play any Christmas music. Sorry, spoiler alert. It's not going to happen. Yes, although we do have... We are big fans of Christmas, <laughs> as you know. I know what you're about to say. Yeah, well, I don't know. I just think it's... Uh, <laughs> We've never talked about this on air before. I, I don't know if we should... Is this sort of like uh, sporting Christmas, maybe? No, no, no. Uh, though you just say it. Just come out and say it. Okay, so for the first time, you're going to hear me describe what this, what it is we do from my perspective. Okay, so Ryan, Ryan's about to tell you, the listener, what our Christmas tradition is. So for a few years now, our Christmas tradition has to do has been to host a workshop in the Mac. It's not a workshop. Host a concert performance. It's not a concert. What is it? It's, it's a sing song. It's a sing along. Yeah, I think that's the best described as a sing along. Where. Uh, Kids and their parents, kids that are about, what, seven? Is that, what's the bracket again? I think like, it's four to seven. Four to seven. Uh, come in, we get a bit silly, we sing some Christmas songs, uh, we do lots of fun and games, then at some point I disappear and everyone leaves and as they're leaving they come into the foyer and somehow Santa Claus himself is there and he's singing songs and he's giving out presents <laughs> And all the kids are so shocked and they all get selfies with Santa. <laughs> and then if they're lucky, if they've been really good that year, they'll also get a copy of John Darcy's uh, <laughs> premier <laughs> kids album, Walk Around Lisburn. And everyone this is a leaves lot. With, this is a lot to unpack for is, people who are hearing this all for the first time. Yes, I do have a kids album <laughs> called Walk Around Lisburn, <laughs> point one, um, available on Bandcamp <laughs> or in person. Yeah. Um, part two is, yes... In case you missed that, Ryan was being a bit coy. He is Santa in the workshop. Um, and point three is that even though I'm not dressed as an elf, nine times out of ten, kids think I am meant to be an elf. It's so- even though I'm, I'm not, they're not even dressing remotely as an elf. I'm not in green or anything. But kids think that I'm the elf for some reason. That I'm Santa's mate. Con- it's sort of like contextual is. elf. Contextual elf. Yeah. So what a band name. Uh, the annoying thing for listeners is that actually. If you're listening to this and thinking, I'd love to go to that. That sounds like a Brill concert workshop sing-along. Unfortunately, you can't come because it's sold out already. Every year it sells out, even even though people don't really know we do it. It's a secret thing. It's a, it's like a secret gig. Secret gigs are so cool in Belfast right now, and this yeah, is the yeah. coolest one. This one isn't bring your own. <laughs> bring your own juice and Bring your own sweets. merriment. Bring yeah. your own skills. Yeah, they're usually crazy. <laughs> they're hyper. Um but if you have kids, uh, definitely ne- July next year, start booking because it sells out fast. Yeah. The I holly mean, jolly sing-along. Uh, okay, let's start, but let's talk about real stuff. Okay, Christmas is dead. Real talk. Uh, <laughs> we, we've done enough. You know what I mean? We've, we've done, done enough. Because <laughs> uh, we mentioned you're in a band called Beauty Sleep. This is this is uh, how, how the dual kiss starts off every episode with uh, a snippet of your song, The Dark. Mm-hmm. And I would recommend that people go on, find you on Spotify um, because you're really good. And thanks. I, I know you, all you can say to that is thanks. Uh, yeah, we're really good. Um, but since that time, The Dark, that was, when was The Dark? A full year ago? Two um, years ago? year and a half ago? I guess it's coming up to two. In February of next year, it'll be two years since that song was released and essentially the little project began or whatever. But it's not really a little project because there's been, what, three or four singles now? Uh, yeah, I think there's been four. Um, and the last one was Until We See The Sun. Yes, you're right. Yeah.
think we started working with uh, an amazing artist from Derry called Megan Doherty, who has always done our sort of, uh, you know, photos. And for the first time, we were able to collaborate in a kind of a video together. And I think I, you know, I'm from Derry. And the great thing is that whenever Megan takes photos and videos of Derry, it looks amazing and really cool, which I, I mean, no harm to Derry. I don't remember it looking like that. <laughs> But maybe things have changed, and that's good because it is nice. But um, it looks like Berlin or LA or something in her photos, right? Yeah, maybe or it's like a filter she uses in Final Cut or something. It's just like <laughs> it makes everything look really great. Um, I don't know, but it's Boca effect, right? Boca, Boca, <laughs> Hoboken, Google up, <laughs> uh, <laughs> John Google stuff, good podcast. Um, so anyway, yes, that's been happening. Uh, we've been writing and recording an album on the on the sly. Secretly, right? Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, what such a skip for the podcast? Um, that's going to come out next year. Uh, and I guess if you're interested, follow us on all the social media. We'll sort of talk about how it's going to come out and what's going to happen. But it's good. I mean, you know, what else would I be doing? Of course, I have to be in a band. It's like <laughs> I love doing. You've been like in every band. Yeah, yeah. Well, I first met you when you were in the Wonder Villains, or no? Had you joined the Wonder Villains at that stage? Yeah. Uh. Well, we supported you at a gig in Belfast. I think that's yes, Cassio Tone for the Pain for the Alone. That was maybe the first time we talked, anyway. Yes, if not the first time we met. But uh, yes, so that was really really good. Uh, and I guess we've always known each other through music. You obviously were at Sark when I went to Sark. Yes, uh, I missed Art out. Research Center. I missed out on you being my mentor. Oh, what a what a what a gaff! I know, <laughs> terrible. But uh, and you're still there, of course. Uh, well, yeah, I've taken up post as a lecturer in digital media now at Sark. So if you were up. a little bit younger, I could have actually been teaching you. That's amazing. And then, and then you could have set these microphones up even better than you did on uh. today. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll get to that. That Ryan actually, apart from being in a band, is actually records all the music himself. But uh, people are probably wondering if they haven't really heard Beauty Sleep, apart from the intro, the dark, um, what you kind of sound like. And uh, as you were talking about uh, Megan's photography. Uh, for the work which is kind of you know ethereal um very of now sort of nostalgic nostalgic rose tinted lens how would you describe the music now because when you came out um i think the the buzzword was dream pop um and then all bands were starting to describe themselves as dream pop um how would you how do you sort of place yourself in the landscape now um that's a good question um I don't think we ever consciously thought we were doing something that was sort of uh, like 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 dream pop or like this little phrase. I guess maybe we did say it because we thought like, oh, you have to call yourself something sort of thing. I don't think that was a great idea, if I'm being honest, because I'm not really sure what to describe it as being. And I think there's just a certain, you know, when people review or hear your band, it's like, oh, I can hear a synthesizer. It's very 80s inspired or whatever. And you can't mm. really avoid that stuff. So we don't really worry about it too much. I think essentially what we do is just write catchy sort of poppy songs that, and I think just the craft of doing that together makes us really happy. It's like a fun little uh, sort of exercise to kind of create songs and craft mm. music. We're also quite into the whole studio side. Uh, so like lots of time we're writing, we'll be recording at the same time. And that's a really important part of it to us. Um, but essentially it's like short, catchy songs, washy synths, <laughs> Good drumming. Uh, uh, you're leaving out like the the main bit for me, which sort of is like the through line. Because well, yeah, the obvious thing is the synths yeah. and the sort of bouncy bass lines. But for me, like a big through line of what makes the beauty sleep sound the way it does is the guitar lines, really? which are very melodic. And I don't know who they hint to, but they they sound sort of eighties. But not in an eighties way that a lot of people are doing. Yeah. Um, who who's your guitar influences? Because you're the guitarist in the band. This is correct. Um, probably, I think current like Saint Vincent's probably the coolest, like best guitar player. Well, for well me. obviously she's the best right now. No, I mean go back. Oh, go back. Who are those like er- earlier touchstones that are sort of because you the stuff you play in Beauty Sleep doesn't sound like Saint Vincent that much. Maybe some of the messier, angular right. stuff. But I'm thinking of those smooth like. The kind of stuff you'd nearly hear in like a video game of like beach racing sort of, uh, <laughs> or like you know those floating Sega car games where you're like racing along and outrun. I whatever, wasn't it? That's great. Um, Gran Turismo. Yeah, oh God. Uh, I don't know. I've never really been interested in technical players. I've never enjoyed that. 
and I don't really enjoy that anymore either. I, I hate, like, I always have hated people that are very technically focused. That's we're never... talking about, like, the whittlers of the world. Well, the whittlers, but then I think it sort of permeates into, like, other genres of music where you just get people who are very fixated and performing very well. And mm. I've never really found, found that stuff very attractive. However, I guess you do have to be technically competent enough to know that that stuff doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You also have to learn things very well and be very good and then go, ah, no, but this doesn't actually matter. So probably, like, a lot of scrappy, sort of energetic players... But it's so hard to look back now and go, oh, that person was a really big influence on me because I don't hear anything in my playing that sounds like, you know, Jimi Hendrix or like Jimmy Page or all those no classics. Way. No way, like, no, no, no. I'm actually thinking Tom Petty. Tom Petty? Yeah, there's a That's Tom Petty-ness about your guitar playing. Um, it, do you, have you listened to a lot of Tom Petty? I've been, at the minute I am. Um, just for kind of for, I feel like, I missed out on Tom Petty. Yeah. Same with Neil Young. So I can't, I'm kind of going back and like discovering all this amazing music. Neil Young is uh, is such an oddball. I had no idea. <laughs> he has an album of like vocoder music that came out in like 1982, and it's it's so bizarre. I just you know, I, I and it's really nice to go back and artists like that because you know they had these long careers to develop and put out so many albums and it's just so foreign to I think how music operates now where people try stuff that's like really bizarre well you could you could get a fixated on vocoders and do a whole album then and take a hit I think his record label sued him though because they thought he was doing it like to sort of mock them oh really because he had like one more album to fulfill at that time oh well maybe he did it as a bit of a troll move that's amazing um, but I guess you could get away with stuff because there was that much money in music then maybe I mean, you're obviously a famous guitar player too. Like, what are your... Uh... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what are my guitar influences? Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, one of my favourite memories of us together was me playing, like, um, a bad version of me trying to play the Beatles singing in Spanish, live trying to translate this into Spanish, and my Spanish is very poor, and doing sort of a sort of jazzy Burt Bacharachy sort of guitar solo... Uh, with little jazz chords to pl- to accompany that, so that's really I think that's my best self. Like if I could do that and actually sing it in Spanish and play the Burt Bacharach guitar really well, that that's what I'm after. Yes, that's probably one of my. I mean, if I could book that, if I could hire that <laughs> for events, that would be great. You should maybe think about that because mm. you had a little classic guitar and on strings and you're just kind of walking around the kitchen. I think you have to be walking around the kitchen to do that. Made it funnier for some reason. Well, here you alluded to the fact that you're interested in the recording side uh, in Beauty Sleep, and that's a big part of it, the production. Got to um, get that uh, Sark degree used, you know? <laughs> and we're actually sitting in your place of work yes, today yeah. in Start Together Studios. Whoop, 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 whoop. Shout out Start Together Studios. Amazing place for creativity in Belfast. Actually, two premises on Belfast. Um, the one that most people probably know is the studio in the OEM oh yeah Music Centre. Yes. Um, that Rocky O'Reilly runs and the... Oh no, can I say that now? Rocky O'Reilly runs it? Yeah, you can say that. Okay. Uh, but you also work there now. Yes, yeah. And you're helping them out. Yes, that's, yeah. That's brilliant. It's great. Imagine um, that. Imagine that indeed. Um, it's, it is crazy. It's like this is the 10th year of the studio being Ten in existence. Years. And 10 years of the OEM oh yeah Music Centre being in existence as well. Of course, yeah. Um, I guess that happened, because I must have been 16 the year all of this stuff sort of started. So I was at the perfect, like, probably the perfect age to be sort of from the first group of people to really benefit from these facilities in Belfast, you know. So it's really nice now, 10 years later, that I'm kind of still involved and sort of helping and hopefully able to help younger people. And hopefully the thing will just keep continuing for like another 10 years. Um yeah, I, I can't see it not, unless Rocky suddenly decides he hates music someday and uh, sells yeah. all his guitars and all his synths. I think Rocky's mostly uh, telling other people, like helping them when they think they hate music. He's yeah. good for uh, inspiration, talk about how amazing everything is. So that's that's really important. Um, and yeah, today we're sitting in the sort of mix room, which is where like the SSL is and it's where me and John are now and it's usually where there's lots of tea and coffee so it's a nice place to work from um, yes this isn't we're not actually in oh yeah we're in the other the other site at Weaver's Court which is sort of you know out the back of the Europa Hotel yeah yeah sort of area. so you're actually taking over the city I know yeah right enough it's really <laughs> With exciting fairy lights in every studio room and it's uh, the ambient and the f- 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 foil go on try it I- 
We have a lot of fake plants. Um, <laughs> foliage, is that what you're foliage. going for? Foliage? Foliage. It's very difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah, as, a, as, um, as a, a big fan of indoor plants, I have to recommend that you get some real live ones, but I realise there's very little um, natural light. A great one for that is the old English ivy. They don't need a lot of uh, natural light. Maybe it would be good to have real plants in the live room and then fake plants in like the dead room because then it would be like themed. <laughs> Thematic plants. <laughs> or just have real plants in the dead room and they will die. Oh, that wouldn't be very nice. <laughs> there was talk for years about getting a goldfish, but that then became a uh, worry. Oh, like, yeah, nobody, people look after it. I know. And you'd have some people, you know, you maybe their their album tracking process isn't going very well and they could maybe like oh tamper with the goldfish. I, why did my mind go there? I don't know. Um, have, so, have you, well, you've recorded the studio. I hope you didn't have a bad experience. Um, <laughs> well... Yeah, no, I I never had a bad experience. I I actually recorded and start together studio a number of times. Um, one of those times was randomly with uh, across the line, and they got together a little supergroup. It's really funny when we talk about local supergroups, Belfast supergroups, because it's basically whoever's in the band. Did um, you uh, see that article in the Hard Times? It was like Dave Grohl starts new uh, forms new supergroup, and he's the only member. <laughs> <laughs> The Hard good. Times is really good. It's very, very good. It's like The Onion, but for uh, indie oh, rock God. hipsters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, it was an ATL super group, people like Katie Richardson Woo! and Master and Dog, those guys like Phil. Yeah. And uh, I, I forget even what the song is, but it was one for their Christmas special. You know, they used to get loads of people to, you know, sing an old Christmas song for the Christmas special. This is a cover song then? It was it Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I also did some singles there in my pop punk era, um, recorded in Start Together and mixed here at Weaver's Court at the SSL room. That's you would have a very interesting Wikipedia page. Do you, huh? have, do you, you would have a very interesting Wikipedia page, I said. No. You have so many eras. No, because at, at this stage, I would be one of those people who sets up their own Wikipedia page and that's so naff. No way. Yeah, you got to get, you got to get the picture right too. <laughs> <laughs> I love Wikipedia pages that have a really random uh, picture, like LeBron James, say, famous professional basketball player, greatest since Michael Jordan, potentially. And uh, his is a picture of him playing or pretending to play violin at a party. <laughs> 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 Not like scoring the game winner uh, in the finals oh. or something like that. Yeah, Maybe that's like a, a secret game, like the more obscure Wikipedia picture you have, like the cooler you kind of are. Probably, yeah, because you don't have to show yourself in the thing you're famous for. Yes. Hmm. It shows humility, that old violin at the party But, but the thing is, you, it doesn't show humility because you don't set your own Wikipedia page. It's not oh, yeah. Facebook, remember? The public decides or the you know, Wikipedia academics. Wikidemics? Anyway, uh, I did those singles and Start Together and that was great. I worked with Rocky and Ben on, on different uh, recordings oh. for those. Because um, we shouldn't forget Ben, ben McCauley. Ben McCauley and Barrett. Uh-huh. They were along with Rocky, the people who set up Start Together originally. Yeah. Um, and I never got working with Barrett, actually. So then fast forward, I got asked back by um, the Time to Be Proud compilations, those Northern Irish compilations that got contemporary or you know current uh, singers and bands to cover 70s punk songs from Northern Ireland. What did you cover? Well, I got roped into singing Teenage Kicks uh, on a version of Teenage Kicks where Terry Hooley had extended spoken word verses. Wow. So go to some record shop, you'll be able to find it maybe in Head or something that's a deep dive. Wow. I don't, don't think it even exists on the internet. Can you play like a snippet in the podcast? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that's amazing because you've also played John O'Neill from the Undertones in the movie Good Vibrations. That's right. And yeah. I'm the one from Derry. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Were you in the Good Vibes movie too? I was a featured extra. Well, not even a featured. I was featured. just an extra. You walk um, past the camera at one stage. You're walking past Terry while he's on the street. It's a good walk. Although the problem with this was, and I don't know if this sort of says something about my whole makeup, but uh, not actual makeup, but... Uh, yeah, like all my friends, we were all like going to be extras in this movie. Like obviously John was in the undertone, some of our other friends were in the other punk bands of the time. So we were just extras, but uh, they didn't like, they think they took one look at me and were like, we'll get you in a nice cardigan, a nice pair of flares. And like just made me end like a real nice boy, you know, like just walking down the street in my sort of parka. It wasn't like, I didn't get to really be a punk 
But see, if they recast that now, yeah. if they were doing Good Vibes, the sequel now, you are so integral to different bands and have played with different bands. You'd definitely be in one of the bands now. I don't even care about that. I just would like to be uh, But it's so punk. fun to <laughs> pretend to play guitar on a movie set. Yeah, right enough. Well, that was yes, my favourite bit. That was another part, uh, moment of you in Start Together, I presume, because it was oh, used yeah, as Oh yeah, that the... was me miming along the Teenage Kicks in Start Together Studios. Yeah. It all comes back. So Start Together Studios then... 10 years old 10 years year. old yes there's going to be a shindig and no yes centre there's going to be superstar DJ set from uh, Jimmy Devlin there's going to be lots of pints <laughs> shout out Jimmy Devlin love Jimmy and the oh yes centre is 10 years old as well this year because they opened at the same time yes exactly this um, is amazing so what, what age were you again around um, me when it first opened I get, yeah I suppose I would have been 16 when the oh yes centre and the studio uh, both sort of opened the doors for the first time which is kind of amazing. I mean, I think I was just at the right age to be the first sort of group to benefit from everything mm. they were offering, be it like the Vardom Control gigs or like uh, the sort of, I guess, they sort of all the initiatives for younger people like the Scratch My Progress stuff. And it was very exciting. I mean, all of that and like magazines like Alternative Ulster made me want to move here. All of the little solidarity stuff that I'm so much forwarded. It's a really interesting time. It's sort of, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of nostalgia, but it is hard you back to. You are still. so nostalgic. That's what you think. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yes, it's going to be really great. And if, even if uh, some of the bands and artists that have worked here or been in the OES Centre over the years want to come down and drink beers and shout requests at Jimmy Devlin, I'm fine with that. That would be great. Well, there's been so many bands that have worked and started together. It's been so pivotal. And one of the great things that I loved recently, my favourite online moment, maybe perhaps over the past couple of months, was seeing Rocky post a 10 years of Start Together Studio playlist on Spotify. Yes. So, listeners, I implore you to search on Spotify 10 years of Start Together Studio. There are 120 songs by 120 different artists celebrating the 120 months that Start Together Studio has been open. I'm just going to flick through the playlist. I'm obviously not going to read out the 120 artist names, but some of these are crackers. Like, this is a who's who of local music over the past 10 years. Starts with And So I Watch You From Afar and ends with a band that you were in, The Wonder Villains. Mm-hmm. And in between, we have Arborist, Axis of, Beauty Sleep, shout out, B McSee, another shout out, Before Machines, Bloody Gold. Hey, you're in a couple of those bands. <laughs> uh, Kieran Lavery, uh, let's see, Cruising, Ed Zellis, remember Ed Zellis? Documenta, so Desert Hearts, Ex Musician, Empty Lungs, Fighting We Wire, Franklin, Future Chaser. Hey, you were in that band. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Let's see, Gascon, Ruckus, Girls Names, Go Wolf, Alana Henderson, Hot Cops. Some of these are my favourite bands, actually. Uh, In Case of Fire, Jupiter Ace. Okay, I'm only at J, and there's already so many bands that I like. So if, if it's just sounded like I'm just reading out a random selection of words or just nouns pieced together. <laughs> it sounds like, you know, uh, you're doing a, Q- a QVC, sort of like, uh, all your favourites. <laughs> it does, yeah. five jewel case Well, CDs. see, this is all my favourites, and... I, I, I Yeah, if you don't know who any of these bands are, that's that's... That's great, actually. You're in a great spot to go to this and find some new music that you might like. It's in all sorts of genres. You've got your hard rock and heavy rock, um, your poppy punk, your indie, your weird singer-songwriters, your dream pop, obviously, as well. Uh, because the the variety of music made here um, has really funneled through Start Together Studio. Mojo Fury, More Than Conquerors. I'm sorry, I've kept scrolling while I'm talking. Keep doing it. Um, but the funny thing is as well that uh, because it's a small island or a small you know artistic community on, on the island as well, that uh, there's a lot of crossover. So you got a lot of p- bands that have similar or the same members as, as other bands. Yes, yeah, of um, course. So you could have a lot of representatives from these different bands at your 10th anniversary party, hopefully. I hope it's 15th. not. It's like 10 people and that's been like the whole <laughs> repertoire of artists or something. Uh, no, I, I think it'll be really, really enjoyable. Um, but I guess just at that time of year, isn't it? People like getting big get-togethers and yeah. sort of celebrate. Like what we're doing now. Yeah, celebrate what we're doing year. now. Yeah, c- coming together, chatting about what we've been up to. We haven't, Have we really chatted about what we've been up to? Right, we've talked about Beauty Sleep, talked about Start Together. You're obviously in here day-to-day basis recording bands and recording your own music uh-huh. as well. Another thing you're involved in is Big Wild. So give me the update on Big Wild. I don't think we've even talked about it on the dual case at all. So give us the primer on it. So Big Wild is an artist collective. Um, 
the, love collective co- a great good word, word. yeah great <laughs> word. um <laughs> so the idea initially stemmed from myself kitty richardson and shailene uh come together to talk about sharing a joint space that we could work from and support each other in our own sort of artistic endeavors um, so we have like a, a space in the OES Centre as well, um, which is just like below the studio. And that's kind of like our little, it's like a wooden walled log cabin. It's, it's kind of like a wee sauna there. It's a, the creative sauna. It's very odd. I mean, it's like, it's so, I, I absolutely love it because it's just so hidden in that building. But you can be in there and you can hear this, the all the shouting and like life in the, of the cathedral quarter. You can hear bands up in the rehearsal room. You can hear it's not uh, it's not very well sort of soundproof, but I kind of like that about it because it kind of just has a lot of life around it, but you're kind of safe in this in the middle of it all. Um, so it's become a really nice space where we were doing a lot of work. We've been writing songs together. We're doing this and that. But uh, recently we've tried to have the focus be more outward and we've started running club nights in the menagerie in Belfast. Um which has reopened in the last year and was always one of our favorite like small venues, which there are a lack of now. Mm. So it's really nice to be able to host events there to bring bands um, from further afield there. Uh, so far we've had uh, Foreign Isle from sort of Derry, Donegal. Uh, we've had a Slow Place Like Home also from Donegal. We've had... Didn't you do well, like a special gin and like a, a specially named cocktail for Slow Place Like Home? Well, yes. Um, we were thinking of having themed cocktails every month for the headline act. Um, we had Slow Gin Like Home, which is a solid four That's not a 10. pun. <laughs> it's almost a pun. It's a pun on a pun. <laughs> we, well, Rachel Boyd was the support act, and we were going to maybe have Rachel Boyd's Funky Margaritas. but uh, Which that, is way better. <laughs> I mean, it's very on trend. Who doesn't want to drink <laughs> Rachel Boyd's Funky Margaritas? <laughs> but Slow... Slow, slow gin like home. S- s- slow place like home is a pun on no place like home. Yeah. So you're doing a pun on a pun, and I can't get behind that. It's like Inception. No, it's not. Oh, Punception. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, this is, I don't know who we're gonna. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, I do know who's playing the next one. Are you allowed to announce it? I don't know. Um, but, <laughs> Are I mean, you doing one before Christmas? I can kind of do whatever I like, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you mean in in life? Somebody yeah. stop me! No. Um, the next one, well, it be, the next one will be a bit of a departure because we'll be in the sixteenth, seventeenth, seventeenth, the seventeenth <laughs> of December. We'll be in the green room of the black box, and we'll be having a very informal. Uh, daytime sort of get together like free in you know donate some money to charity uh, all our friends will sort of play in the round play a few songs oh cool you know just and then Marion Hawk is going to be DJing afterwards so it'll be like her oh because Marion does jam. her slow jams yeah. night yeah brilliant I think it'll be the perfect uh, recipe well no one's uh, antidotes cure <laughs> recovery from the Inso watching from far gig in the Telegraph building the night before Oh, is this a good? This is a really good pivot to talking about this gig because you're playing it as well. Yes, you're yeah. flat out coming up to Christmas. You've got the Holly Jolly sing along. Yeah, well, Holly Jolly sing along is the morning after the Inso Watch You show, which is before the big wild oh, thing, Ryan. and the start together party is the day before the Inso Watch You show. So it's your poor head. Uh, I don't think I can like. It's gonna have to be herbal teas. <laughs> well, we covered it. the Holly Jolly sing along. We've covered the start together night. Yeah, we've covered the big wild night. So the only the, the other thing you're doing then in that week of hell for you musically <laughs> is playing at the and so I watch him for gig. Correct. I, so, I say that way too fast and way too wrong. And so I watch you from afar. You could just use the old Azzy Wi-Fi. Azzy Wi-Fi. Azzy Wi-Fi. Azzy Hi-Fi. So what's happening at this gig? This is crazy. It's in the old Telegraph building. Yeah, so the Limelight has started, uh, I think they've leased, I don't know, I, don't, I probably know too much, but uh, I know they have. <laughs> I think they've leased that <laughs> currently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this um, is way too much info. It is too much info. Um, basically, playing in the Telegraph building, they've started using this for events of all kinds. I used to work in the limelight, so I just know this. I've heard there's big club nights and all, right? There's big yeah, like, yeah. DJ nights. I don't know how they're doing it. It feels like they're just bringing in a pretty insane production every time. Uh, and f- from what I've heard, it's like incredible. Um, Does the limelight run Shine, or is that different? Shine own the limelight. Shine own the limelight, right. So it's kind of like mini Shine then, nearly happening in this Telegraph yeah, building. I guess oh, so. Okay, but not branded Shine. Uh, I th- maybe some of them are. Okay. I don't know. I don't know anything, stop asking me. 
<laughs> all I know is that on the 16th of this month, you can come see all your favorites and still watch you from afar. Tights, Catalan, and someone else. Oh, yeah, that new band. What new band? It's a new band. It has members of bands such as La Faro and uh, Jean Fiasco. And what are they called? I, I can't remember right now. Um, <laughs> you're going to say I can't, I'm not allowed to tell you. Oh, no, no. I think it's it's out there. Okay. Uh, the truth is out there. So you're just unprepared for this press release? I'm ill-prepared. So, it's happening. And so I watch you tights this new band uh, that is a super group, another yeah. Northern Irish super group, and Ca- Catalan, which is kind of a super group as well, but you're in it. Uh, no, I'm sorry. A super group as well because you're in it. Oh, <laughs> Uh, okay, let's go with that then. Um, well, no, it's kind of like a, a, a. I mean, I'm just playing guitar, and the project is uh, the new project from Ewan Friars, who was in an Axis of huge mm. North Coast punk amazing band uh, from Very here, great. and now he sort of started this new project, and I've been recording it here at the studio, and then I guess naturally he needed a band, so. The amazing Alan Starr on drums. We have me playing guitar. We have Chaley Murphy playing bass. Your partner in crime. Yeah, exactly. So we were doing a bit of this around the Christmas period. We we're doing that show and then some, and so watching from afar support shows throughout Ireland uh, after Christmas. Brilliant. So it'll be really nice. It's, there's something nice about. I guess I haven't done this in a while where I, I've been playing in other people's bands, but it's really fun. It's nice to like try and help someone you know, mm. pull off their big idea or whatever. Aye, because you're kind of producing it and like pulling it all together in a way. Yeah, I don't even know how much I, I need to produce it because it feels like Ewan has such a great vision for what it should be, how it should sound. Like yeah. even the way the mix should feel, it's just, it's so loud, abrasive. Like it's it's really, really fun to, to record, you know. It's, Have we got a song we could play to let people hear what Catalan sounds like? Sure, the last single that came out was called Alive. Um and the Which first you? single was called Oka. Which one's better? Let's go with the more recent one, Alive. That was a little snippet of Alive by Catalan. Um, I was going to say Belfast based, but actually Ewan's not based in Belfast. He's up in the North Coast, right? Yeah, both Alan and Ewan live in Ballycastle and they have a little rehearsal room there that we practice in. And uh, I don't know, I mean, Ewan works in Ursa Minor, the cafe, and Alan does whatever Alan does. (laughs) (laughs) Alan's amazing. He's like, you know, he builds things and, you know, can I think he built a wooden reindeer for Christmas and he can just do like creative manly things uh which is great and they just live up there and it's we they've stayed with them a few times and it's just so lovely and peaceful and it's it's great i was up that neck of the woods recently i went oh, for my first time to rathlin island oh. just for a wee short trip it was brilliant oh lovely. saw some seals did you saw a cow um lying beautifully on a field which made it to my instagram which i, was I pretty didn't impressive. even see that have i have i liked it you, you haven't liked it yet <laughs> God. Not yet. You oh may my. you may catch up. Oh well. After this, I'll do that for the podcast. Um, we we will have to go soon because uh, I don't want to keep you. You have loads of stuff to do. Um, in the build up to your big Christmas week. Before we go, though, I want to tell you because I've been asking you about loads of stuff. I want to tell you about something I have coming up. Great, please do because I feel like I've been talking an awful lot here. No, no. If I actually look through the uh, Pro Tools session here, I'm talking too much. Oh. <laughs> I can see. So, uh, if you have time. 
in the build up to your big week. I'll be there. Um, the Tuesday, the 12th of December, mm-hmm. come along to Sonic Arts Research Centre, uh, which is just off the Malone Road, Belfast. It's, uh, you know, there's a centre opposite the um, Wellington Park Hotel. There's and a, a, just fa- a Facebook themed <laughs> fish shop. <laughs> I was leading to that. Uh, just just <laughs> a few doors down from the Eglantine Inn, there's a new f- a fish and chip shop called Fishbook, which is a better pun than your slow place like home, <laughs> Margaritas. Um, or no, slow gin like home. Um, so just behind Fishbook, there's a big red building, the Sonic Arts Research Centre, which is where I work at Queen's University in Belfast. And uh, we're having a special concert. There's a group of us called Umbrella. We're a sound art collective, another uh, great use of that word. And we did a, an event at Culture Night with some megaphones, but we are taking over the stairwell of the Sark building. And it's a five-storey stairwell, and uh, I work at the top floor. So most days, if you are hanging around the stairwell, you'll hear me going between you know, my office and the ground floor, sort of singing a song, because this is an amazing reverberant space. It's like having the best char in the world. So every time I'm going through the stairs, I'm having a song or clapping my hands or, or clicking my fingers. And uh, a couple of us came up with the idea to put a, on a concert of experimental sound work there. Um, so we're going to have Aidan Deary, who's going to do this um, really cool live performance with Low Flute and Electronics. Um, Chris Steenson and Liam McCartan are going to do a cool AV set where the visuals are going to be projected onto the roof and Liam has this really beautiful ambient um, orchestral electronic music which is just going to fill up the space amazingly. Ellen Flug is doing an experiment with music boxes attached to the metal parts of the stairwell so they just sort of echo through the space. Um, you can tell I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I've been great. I've been planning this <laughs> for a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks, maybe a month or two. Um I am directing uh, the Cube Ensemble and they're going to play a gig in the lift (laughs) beside the stairwell and uh, also the Hive Choir which you may have seen me posting about on Facebook Um, we're going to perform a drone piece based on Mathilde Mirales' X Marks the Spots uh, project where she went around Belfast and mapped all the boxes you know the the telecommunications boxes you'll see these sort of like knee high green boxes that emit sort of a drone Mm. they've got like a a little electronic cord going on and she recorded all these and and mapped them on Belfast and Hive are doing a live performance of the sounds of those boxes with their voices in the stairwell oh my it's going to be amazing so I think there might be some free wine as well it's a free gig Tuesday it could be the best start to your week of hell yeah, I'm just I really planned. happy to hear that you take the stairs too, and not the lift. That's that's great. Oh, thanks. Gotta, gotta <laughs> You're thinking active. about me. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll be there. Absolutely. I haven't been in Sark in years, so it'd be lovely. Well, uh, it's a great opportunity to come back and uh, yeah, hear some really cool music in a really cool space. Mm. And uh, you know. As I said, it's a five-story stairwell, but you could sort of linger around the ground on the first floor if you don't want to walk the whole way up. It's up to you. I'll it's do a, it for you. It's free flow. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what's up with me. Um, I th- we, we probably probably got to get out of here, but um, have you any thoughts on the year that has been 2017? Because it's kind of crazy. It's already almost over. Hmm. Um, I passed my theory test. Oh, congratulations. See, that's the year <laughs> highlight, surely. First time. This, <laughs> Nearly full marks. What about so that? So this is the this is the transition of walking and bussing Ryan to driving Ryan. This is going to make your musical life so much easier. You left at cycling Ryan. Sorry, okay, cycling Ryan. Most famously, taking the stairs, Ryan. Uh, yes. No, it's going to be amazing doing something that most of my friends and did ten years ago. Um, I think it's about time. And also, that I can give you lifts places. I can drive you about lunch. time. It's about time. I've been giving uh, you lifts for years, so I know. I feel like I'm going to have this backlog of like favors to repay once I can actually drive. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. You need to get practice. Take it slow. You don't want to, you know, burn out the the car in the first week. Yeah, I think Mickey McCullough, uh, another friend of the podcast, has been driving Beauty Sleep around for a year. So I can't believe we made it this far without even mentioning Mickey. I know. I felt like I needed to bring him up before we left. Well, it. he bloody drove you around Europe. Yeah, he, he drove in his first year driving. He drove us to the length of Ireland a couple of times. He drove us to the Great Escape in uh, Brighton. He drove us drove us all around Germany. Like, it's amazing. Mickey McCulloch, aka Son Son of the Hound, 
I was going to say Sound of the Hound there. That's a, that's his electronic band, perhaps his, his offshoot. <laughs> Sound of the Underground. Uh, Son of the Hound. Um, check him out on Spotify and all that as well. He's a really good writer too. He's been writing for the Thin Air. Um, yes. Some some sort of diary entries. And he's also on the Jewel Case as well. He's way back when we first started, I think maybe eight or nine episodes in, I interviewed Mickey. That was before I knew him, I remember. Because he talked about our band and I was like, oh, I didn't know he cared about that. Yes, I think whatever. he had only made Twitter dalliances with you guys back then yeah I remember being chatting we were like lying just in the house one day and uh, I just found him on Twitter and I was going chatting you have to see this guy he says these things and they're really funny and <laughs> he says the things we're all thinking I that know. we don't say he's such a Twitter hero um, and so we, I just went through and favourited lots of stuff but like did a deep dive and then I felt like oh I probably have to message him now and go hey uh <laughs> you know the keep up the good work well uh, you slid into his DMs uh, oh at public public oh Don't wow messing around the DMs you know wow so uh, why is that a phrase slid into someone's DMs <laughs> but in case you don't know it's slid into your direct messages that's a DM not Dr. Martin's shoes yeah. um, why is that a phrase um, where did I pick that up probably from listening to American podcasts you know? I de- I've definitely heard a lot of American podcasts as well what's your favourite podcast been this year who are you listening to? What am I listening to? I really like. Uh, well, was S Town this year? Was that this year? Gee, I don't. I can't keep track. It was great. It was like I think it took podcasting to a whole art, like you do. <laughs> no, it was kind of like an audiobook. It was weird. It was yeah. great. It kind of there's a great reveal through it. It was I, I loved it. Um, and then I just listened to the NPR musicy or you know song exploder. It's okay. How I built this is good with Guy Raz. Do you ever listen to that? Oh yeah. Like, he just interviews people about how they did things, <laughs> like businesses or music or yeah, art or whatever. Quite oh, like good. hearing people's like process of how they do things, um, and obviously the Jill case. Ah, uh, well, there's hardly been any Jill cases in 2017. Well, I mean, I'm trying to write that problem right now. Well, Here maybe uh, Leonie's doing a couple of takeovers. Maybe 2018. Um, we'll see a couple more jail cases how do you the see camp. the future of the jail cases we go into 2018 it's yeah, it's unknown the future is unwritten as Natasha Bedingfield once <laughs> sung <laughs> and uh, we'll have to just uh, see where we go what about a live podcast well that was my idea I remember I was going to kill it off at episode 50 with a live episode oh yeah you didn't and then that. I balked mm. I ended up doing 51 by accident <laughs> <laughs> Um, so do you have to keep going to 100 now? I that? have to go to 100 and then kill it off with a live one. Oh, yeah. God. Do you want to do a guest one? You've been talking about doing your own podcast for ages. Uh, so I'll host an episode of this? Aye. Would the listeners like that? I think put you and Mickey in a room. They'd love it. That would be very good. I don't even want to get anywhere near that because I would upset the vibe. I think you and Mickey in a room. That's really? It. I don't think, you, I think you'd be a welcome addition to the vibe. But I, if you're telling me to take... <laughs> take your legacy and ruin it maybe I'll we could do it. Uh, do it like you know um, when it's like a, a kid's party and the mum doesn't really know when to leave or stay in the room mm. so I could be like the mum and start off you know with the intros and setting the scene and all that and then and then leave but then keep coming back with biscuits yeah and like maybe smiley faces or fish fingers yes. and scratch cards yes <laughs> just to have a wee, ch- a wee ch- what come <laughs> on I just <laughs> I just uh, totally glazed past that scratch cards your mum gave you scratch cards? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Here, it's okay if she bought them and you played them. Yeah, yeah. I think my dad won big at the lottery, like, the other week. Hey, would you tell your mum and dad that I said hi? I will, of course. Tell hi. your mum and dad I said hi. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they, hopefully they're both listening to this. I was chatting to your mum and dad at the, oh, yeah, 10th anniversary sort of birthday thing that happened. Oh, they were ago. tweeting about that. I saw they were very proud that they had the ch- opportunity to chat to you. Your mum and dad are great for like favouriting and retweeting things that I say <laughs> or do, which is lovely of them. Well, this is what I tell my mum, that people will, will start thinking she's a Twitter bot because all she does is tweets, uh, or sorry, retweets and favourites things yeah. without really putting up like uh, much prose or her own content. So it's like people are going to think she's just like a fake Jackie Darcy account that just <laughs> <laughs> follows and re- retweets things. Well, to be fair, since uh, you know Son of the Hound has stopped, he, he's got a much less of a Twitter presence now than he used to. Oh no! So I don't really use Twitter as much. I, I've realised that it was all just so I could laugh at the things he said. Well, now that you're spending hours in the car with him, yeah, it's pretty much like a live maybe Twitter show. That's why he stopped tweeting. Because he's been spending too much time with you, and he's getting it all out of his system, and doesn't need to take to the social airwaves. Quite possibly. I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff happened in our sort of European jaunt that uh, 
It's a lot of stories, a lot of funny things happening. People can't read about that on the thin air on Stun of the Hound's blog. I don't know if it was the thin air. I think it was for... Um, oh, was it not the thin air? Bang On Berlin, which is Maggie and Elish from Party Fears who invited us over to My Germany. apologies. He did a different thing for the thin air and I yes, realise yeah. now I'm mixing it up. So where do, they search, where do people find this? I think it's called Bang On Berlin. It's like a zine online as well. And they asked us just about a third area of the experience and we thought, through the eyes of Mickey would be way funnier yeah, and amazing. it surely was so don't um, go to the thinner don't bother if you go there though you can read Mickey talking about other things I think he's written a few guest articles about That's living true. in Spain and being in a band and yada yada so the only way now apart from people reading his old work because he's not tweeting as much the, the thing we have to do then is start the Mickey and Ryan podcast and then people can actually get that on the regular maybe can we make it happen yeah okay maybe we make it happen for Christmas too much. You've got too much on your plate. That's we spent the whole episode talking about things you're doing before Christmas. I know. I feel bad. Let's talk about. I, I want to like return the favor and just ask Mickey what he's up to or something. Do, why, do it as a New Year gesture. Okay. First footing. Yeah. First, do, people, uh, do people still talk about first footers? I, I mentioned that to a young person recently, and they didn't know what I was talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you okay? It's dead. I'll, I'm not a young person. Though. I'll get my granny on the next episode, okay. and she'll explain a New Year's episode of the podcast where she'll explain the concept of first feeding. It's the first person who comes to your door in the new year. It's meant to be someone with dark hair, and they're meant to bring like a bottle of wine or something. What really? That sounds great. <sighs> okay, you have been listening to <laughs> the Jill Kiss with me, John Darcy, and my guest today has been Ryan McGrody. Well, I mean, I feel more like the guest because he's put me up in the lovely Start Together Studios. Um, you can celebrate their tenth birthday with them at the OEM Music Centre on the Friday, the fifteenth of December. And don't forget, they're also running their big wild Christmas party at the Black Box on the seventeenth of December. Ryan, any last words? Any want to wish uh, wish our listeners Merry Christmas or Happy Winter or anything like that? Well, just you know, good health, have a good Christmas, take care of yourself, and let's have a good twenty eighteen. Aww, night night. <laughs>